All right, it says we are live, so I'm just going to, you know, do that thing where I assume that we're live. So welcome, everybody, to the newest edition of the Four Guys of Quotas podcast. This is episode number 166 for March 29, 2018. Sorry we don't have our overlay going on. I'm actually, like, sweating over the anxiety that my computer is fucked, but um, we're uh, we're going to deal with that after the podcast because... Just got home from work and uh, my computer was off and I usually put it on sleep mode and uh, try to boot this shit up and it would not uh, wouldn't boot up. It kept boot looping and I'm going to flash new BIOS on my motherboard after the podcast because I think it just updated automatically for some for some reason. But lo and behold, we are here. We're still going to do the podcast. We're not going to let that get in the way. Of course, I'm Inferno 217. We've got. The other suspects here, a minus one, which we'll get to in a second, but uh, making his 166th straight appearance, ZPCI Assassin. What's going on? Yo, what's up? I should say, R. That's right. That's right. Going to be talking about some Sea of Thieves tonight for sure. Uh, no doubt. Um, last but not least, we got Italian Clowns, who is absolutely fired up at the moment about a couple different things one very positive one very negative so we'll get to those both of those opinions tonight in the show what's going on Klaus? hey what's up and i hope everybody out there in youtube land is not drinking the cult kool-aid that's all i gotta say <laughs> they have their own brand of kool-aid maybe maybe uh yes in uh hope county uh was it montana i think it is yes hope county, everybody montana. Looks the same, but has different colored shirts. There you go. That's just the definition of a cult these days, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) What did you say, Assassin? Sorry, I missed that, bud. So maybe they're cousins. Probably. I mean, from Wisconsin. From Wisconsin, potentially migrated to uh, Montana. Montana's probably what? Like 10 hours from you, Assassin? Uh, no, I think yeah. by 10 hours you would hit Minnesota. Really? Wow, it's really that far away. I I have no sense of space. After playing the crew, it feels like you can get from Wisconsin to Montana in like five minutes. You know what I mean? So it's just, they it's just a represent Wisconsin the crew. Do they not? Here's something about the crew. Uh, you can drive everywhere in the world except to get your money back from Far Cry 5. <laughs> well clearly we're talking a little bit about Far Cry 5 I'm not going to get I'm not going to get too deep into it because I don't have the game I haven't played the game but we'll hear what these guys have to th- say about it a little bit um, definitely we'll talk about Sea of Thieves these guys have been playing it a ton I've been playing it a good amount as well uh, we'll have a few minute, and uh, we'll get into what that's like a week later uh, like we've been suggested in the chat you know five uh, five days after it launched it already had two Maybe even four days after it had two million unique players, and uh, we'll get into the discussion on whether or not that really is a good thing or whether that's marketing fluff and and uh, how we're enjoying the game. But uh, one thing that's not marketing fluff is it is the fastest best selling, um, you know, first first party IP on the Xbox One so far. So that's undoubtedly a success, and streamer numbers are are pretty high even to this day. So successful on both of those regards but we'll get into that also getting into games of gold versus ps plus this month and uh spoiler alert a little bit um you know ps plus finally loses a month i think but we'll get into what the other guys think about that 
uh no man's sky i guess coming to xbox now all of a sudden everyone's on the no man's sky train i'm still not a huge fan of it probably won't pick it up but um we'll see we'll see what the price is like but looks like they're gonna get a huge update before coming to xbox and uh it's gonna be x enhanced 4k hdr the whole the whole bit it'll probably look gorgeous but um yeah i'm not so willing to flip-flop like a lot of people on uh, on twitter uh, today have been flip-flopping and uh, a couple more topics we'll get into um some controversy over uh, policy changes for uh, Xbox Live. But before we go on, I did realize that I didn't give a nod to Taylor, who obviously wasn't on the last podcast because we had a special guest. And she missed a couple podcasts ago because of school and then decided that school was going to be, you know, a little bit too much. And, you know, now that she's she's left the podcast uh, as a permanent member, she'll be back as a guest every once in a while. And... Um, you know, we thank her for being with us for a couple of years, doing the show uh, week in and week out. Um, but she has decided to leave, and I'm sorry we didn't announce that sooner, but we had a guest last week and didn't feel it was right to do it then. But, um, you know, obviously we're going to have her on, especially again, so every once in a while. If there's, like, any smite news, we're definitely going to have her on. So, um, But, yeah, anyway, right into the news. Uh, man, you know, I want to start with a positive note, so – Let's get into Sea of Thieves really quick. You know, 2 million unique players. Um, granted, some of those are probably Games Pass, and a lot of those are probably, you know, Games Pass trials. But nonetheless, a lot of people playing the game, a lot of people streaming, a lot of people talking about the game. Uh, a lot of positive, a lot of negative as well, though. So uh, Metacritic score now, a week later, is like, what, like 70, 69, something around there. So not great in, uh, in the eyes of, of many critics, but... Uh, not terrible either, and uh, these guys have been playing it a ton. So, I want to go ahead and let Assassin go first on this. Uh, Assassin, what do you uh, think? You know, it's been a week or so later, and you guys have been playing a ton of it. What do you uh, have? Any new thoughts or anything new to share about the about the game? Um, so I'm I'm still loving the game uh, as much as of a grind it is. Um, waking up every morning, seeing clowns is on, uh, playing, you know. Sailing the seven seas or just the same sea. Um, you know, Crap Gamer will join us. Some other people will join us. Just having a blast. Um, losing a bunch of stuff. Attacking other people. Making them lose a bunch of stuff. Earning a bunch of money. I mean, it's all it's all fun. Um, there's a few things I wish that they would, uh, you know, still have. Like a brightness slider or HDR slider. Some games have these days. Um, and then, oh, what was it? The the ship lady person that sells all the sales and stuff. I wish Rare would have added, uh, like, just plain colors. Like, if you wanted a black hull, like, have black. Have, you know, a purple or a pink or whatever. Don't have, like, these random reds and blues and browns and all this other stuff. Like, I don't want that. I just want black. I want a black sail and a black ship. Just, that's all I want. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to be like, you know, the Black Pearl from the Pirates of the Caribbean. I really like that ship, and I want to put that in the game, and I can't, so I'm a little sad. Yeah, you know, the customization options that they have right now are, like, really difficult to achieve. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of gold that you're going to have to grind for, and, and, you know, you rarely, if ever, I mean, me personally, I've never seen a custom ship on the on the, on the the ocean yet, and it's, you know, 
nine days later or whatever it is, and I haven't seen any custom ships whatsoever. And there is a guy that I guess Kotaku just released an article earlier today about this guy that I guess maybe the first one that got to max rank. And uh, I mean, that is a lot of grinding, right? So, well, I mean, we don't know this for sure, but Clowns and I have been like talking, and we don't think this guy's legit. Oh, really? Okay. Well, never mind on that then. Because, I mean, Clowns and I have put so many hours into the game, and we've probably been goofing off probably a good amount, but. Like, I just hit 25 for one of mine. The others are 20, and we've been, like, grinding out a lot. Clowns more than me, and he's just a little bit ha- ahead of me. So I don't know if hitting 50 on all of them is kind of legit. I don't want to, you know, like, say this guy's hacking or whatever, but I don't. I mean, we'll talk about the, that issue later on, but, yeah, I don't know if it's legit. David Austin C in the chat says he's a streamer. His viewers invited him to parties and then uh, they just sell stuff so that he can rank up quickly. You know, like they'll invite him into a group, say that they had a group of four, right? And then there was a yeah. somebody went vacant and then he would join the game and they would sell so that he would get the rep and then he'd leave, you know, lather, rinse, repeat like your favorite shampoo, right? Um, but I mean, I think if that's the case, yeah, I think max rank is achievable, but. Just judging by how much I know Clowns has been playing, you know, obviously it's not 24 hours a day, but it's quite a bit of the day. And Clowns, I'll let you speak to that for sure. Um, I think that, you know, for somebody to be max rank on Clowns, as far as I know, isn't even like 80% of the way there. I mean, that that would be pretty insane. Yeah, you know, I just think that it's kind of weird that he's so far up. And I guess maybe it makes sense if his... You know, he's, maybe he's got a lot of viewers and all these people are constantly saying, hey, come in here and why sell stuff. But that defeats the purpose of the game. And as a streamer, he should be ashamed of himself. And, you know, he shouldn't get any credit for that. <laughs> if you're going to stream this kind of game, you want to do that grind to show your viewers what it's like to grind. I mean, you can't just hop in. If you're an average player, you're not just going to be able to hop in a whole bunch of games and, and do that. So I think that's kind of wrong and misleading. The game is about the grind. It's about solving the riddles. It's about, you know, uh, fending off on the high seas and defeating other ships, trying to get your ship to the outpost. Um, so there's so much to this game, even though, you know, I will, will I will agree with some people out there and say that they could use content, and I agree with that. But at the end of the day, this is the base of the game, and they're going to be continuing to build more. And this streamer just took advantage of a uh, opportunity. Right. Right. Definitely not representative of normal gameplay the way this guy has been getting it because uh david us says in the chat that it's in the article i did just check out the article just now on my computer and yeah i mean it it says that this guy did re and, and this is a quote did receive help from viewers who farmed treasure for him before he joined their crew so he could turn in the loot for reputation boosts like that's for that to happen you would have to have a ton of friends that have been that would be willing to do that essentially Friends that you know do your bitch work to put a light, you know, to put it frankly. Um, and that's not representative. So, clowns, what level are you at right now? Uh, for your for your factions, I uh, I am like 27, 24, and 24. Yeah, 27, 24, 24 for a guy who plays like you know, at, at least at least seven, eight hours a day, I would say, uh, for the past you know, a week or so. Um, I mean, 
it, it's going to be a long time before a lot of these people hit max rank and there is a ton of stuff to do. It's just extremely repetitive. So uh, that, that, you know, that, that knock on it is not going to go away. You know, whether you like the repetitive nature, whether you like the grind makes or breaks this game for you. If you don't like the grind and you've, you've tried it out now, you've had a week to try it out uh, for yourselves, especially the game pass uh, trial, then you, um, you know, it's not for you, but for us, I think I speak for all of us, but I'll let these guys obviously put in their own two cents. Um, you know, I think the grind is fun and engaging and, you know, it's a lot of fun to play with your friends and it's a very unique form of cooperative play that, you know, you just don't get anywhere else. And for that, it has merit to have, have my purchase, to be honest. Yeah. Well, there's one, grind ruining thing i brought this up before but the hackers i mean they kind of just ruins the game at one point like you'll run into someone you'll have a chest or you have a fort and someone's like hi yeah we can't you can't destroy our shit let's just kill yours and uh, take all your stuff and then harass you right right and that's been acknowledged thankfully i mean you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say you know the thing with the cross play like a lot of people complain about the crossplay. They want to be able to tick off some sort of uh, setting, you know, similar to Fortnite, to you know, make it so you don't connect with PC players and and what have you. And I'm not gonna lie, I primarily play on PC for Sea of Thieves, and because I prefer you know the higher frame rate and you know the control scheme is natural to me on it. Um, but you know, it gets to a point where if even if you, you know, even if it's crossplay, even if your intentions were like Xbox first, PC second on this game, you you have to follow the lead of the industry in the PC space and release like some sort of cheap preventative nature. You know, like Fortnite has it. Every time you launch Fortnite on the PC, you launch it asks you, you know, it tells you it's launching the anti-cheat. You know, every time you launch Counter-Strike, you have to launch the anti-cheat. And obviously you know, see a thieves that was kind of like, uh, like a afterthought or, you know, they didn't even consider it really because, you know, it was definitely Xbox first PC second, no doubt about it, but you know, you have to come in prepared and it's ruining the game for a lot of people. And a lot of people will call bullshit, but I mean, it's been reported. They've acknowledged it. As far as I know, uh, they've directly acknowledged it. Um, you know, it's not even like one of those things where they you try to skirt around the issue. I mean, they've directly responded to it on Twitter. So, yeah, the hacking is very annoying, um, especially with how rewarding it is when you like actually take down a ship, like how cool it feels to do it when you're yep. you know, especially in a galleon and then you can't do it. Like, it's just so aggravating. I love those moments where you see someone like one's on like the on a sloop, and then there's like a bunch of water between your sloop and theirs, and they hit you with like just one little bullet from their blunderbuss into the foot, and you die full health. I, I oh, so annoying. Yep, yep, and you know like some of these guys are able to run around and not be killed, like not even just the ships, but actual human players and when you have weapons that can one-shot you in sea of thieves and you notice that kind of stuff that just feeds into the atmosphere that's being created online right now the cross play is overall bad you know we have in the chat people talking about 
you know, cross play makes it better because, you know, lower population regions get more people and, you know, you get lower lag and, um, you know, what have you, um, cause you're not connecting console to console necessarily, you know, dedicated servers, which isn't necessarily, you know, predicated on the fact that it's on PC, but a lot of people, you know, on PC have lower lag, um, and, and, um, on, on PC, they, you know, people, I would say that from what I've seen, like at least a third of the people playing are on PC at least. And if you take that third away, that 2 million number looks a lot less attractive. It's lower than 1.5. If my math is correct. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's like a 1.3, you know, 1.3 million doesn't look as good as 2 million. So, I mean, that's an, that's an achievement for people, uh, that worked on this game and for Microsoft to have a game with 2 million versus 1.3, like PC is good, but I mean, you just have to institute some sort of anti-cheat, you know? Yep. I, I it's, it's so irritating. You'd think that they would have figured this out. Look at like siege. They had to like upgrade because so many hackers. PUBG articles coming out that they lost like a million players or whatever because of cheating. Like you have to figure this out and not launch a game without it. Yep. I mean Fortnite, like look at Fortnite, right? I don't mean to be, you know, to bring up the Fortnite versus PUBG thing again, but look at Fortnite. Like Fortnite, you launch that shit. Epic has that handled. Yes, they're a bigger company than than Blue Hole. Yes, they have more experience um with this kind of thing so you know anti-cheat was obviously one of their first concerns and you rarely see anything about fortnite cheating rarely nope no and then people are talking left and right about pubg cheating speed hacks invisibility hacks this that the other thing same thing with h1z1 there were there were hacks where i mean you can look this stuff up if you don't believe us there were these hacks that you could like see where every single person was on the map same thing on PUBG and, and what gun they were wielding at the, at the time. Like, you, you just don't see that on, on Fortnite or polished titles. And Sea of Thieves coming from Rare, coming from the direct backing of Microsoft, you'd think that that kind of backing would, would make it so that, you know, it, 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 there would be anti-cheat, but I guess not. Yep. Um, well, I don't think you'll ever get rid of cheaters on the pc they're always going to find a way to hide the windows that calls or enable the cheats um right, there should right. be you know like what everybody has mentioned already like an option to turn off pc crossplay. um i will say though that the since the servers have been rebooted and refreshed there's been less hackers that we run into mm-hmm. so i think that they have you know known people now on a list or something that they're going down and getting rid of people right. the problem is though that people can just make new accounts uh, through the Xbox Live system, like, you know, silver accounts, turn it to gold for a month, buy the cheats again or whatever, and just go back on the PC on these fake accounts. And right. they're not going to care if those get banned. Right, right. There's, there's just going to be there's just going to be ways to get around it. And, you know, <clears throat> there are ways to get around it in all these games, like you said. I mean, it, it's never going to stop, but it, it's like... People look at crossplay games, and I feel like when they look at crossplay games, they like have more of a reason to cheat, if that makes sense. You know, like it's like, okay, we're already playing against, you know, lesser competition, quote unquote, on console. Like, 
we're in the minority of players because PC players are definitely in the minority of players and see a thieves, you know, let's see what we can get away with, you know, that kind of thing. And you'd think that a game with like, no, like forward facing rank or anything. Wow. Assassin, what's going on over there? What? We just heard you uh, make a lot of movement or something. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's my phone yet. went off. I grabbed my phone. I muted it, but I didn't. Uh, it, the mute never works. Oh, yeah. No, I muted my phone. Like, oh, I oh, just okay. muted it. Like, I, there's nothing going on here. Everybody assassin was grabbing his phone because he is such a hit. He can't stop tweeting about it. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, like, this game is obviously a hit, and that's why people are cheating and like they're not cheating to necessarily get max rank or like to prove that they're better or anything like that like you know because there's nothing forward facing about this game that has rank like how do you even determine rank you know like by your clothes you know otherwise you can't even like walk up to someone and inspect them like in destiny right obviously there was the number above like next to their gamer tag or their name that show their rank but you could walk up to someone and inspect them and see what kind of weapons they have and how, what kind of gear. And that's how you like were a badass. You're walking around the tower and you got inspected and people saw that you had all this legendary gear and you're like, Oh shit. Like that guy's a badass. But in this game, like you don't just know how much these outfits cost. You know what I mean? You don't see people and just know, like even if these people cheated and had access to all the outfits or something like that, or like had speed hacks and couldn't do all the quests or whatever and got these outfits, like, how do you even know that they are good? You know what I mean? It's like, why, why would it's almost like maybe rare thought. Why would people cheat in this game in the first place? Like, what's the, what's the point? You know, I think the bigger question here is that Microsoft itself as a company touted that windows 10 was so secure and that their UWP is so amazing. And is everything's like, you know, in a hyper uh, hyper state or whatever it's called, hyper visual or hypervised. I don't know what Windows calls it. Basically, like terminally emulated or something. And they're like, yeah, it's so secure. It's, you know, blah, blah, blah. And here you go. Cheat companies have already bypassed their security on Windows 10, used UWP. So Microsoft needs to go back to drawing board and see what they did wrong. It's not Rare's fault. It's not Xbox's fault. This is Microsoft's fault in the w- Windows 10 development department. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, there are there are companies that maybe rely on that a little too heavily. You know, like Microsoft may be pushing to some of these companies that their their shit is more secure than it actually is, and they've been telling the security game. But like, you know, you almost want you almost want to like double check that, if you will, or like back that up. Like you, I I feel like even though windows 10 should be more secure and they say it's more secure. I feel like these, these public, these devs should like have some sort of anti-cheat in place, you know, just to, just to make sure. Um, but like a game like this, like, yeah, it's, it's probably, it's, you know, it's definitely more than Microsoft's fault than rare's fault because this is a new space for rare for sure. And Microsoft obviously knows that this kind of shit occurs because it happens on that platform and it happens on Steam and it happens on Uplay. It happens on whatever, right? It happens on Battle.net. So they know it happens. Like it's a it's an operating system failure. So maybe, you know, Microsoft should have been like the one that said, hey, Rare, like 
you know, what is your plan for anti-cheat? Should we come up with a plan? Like, should we make sure as, as Microsoft as a company that there is an anti-cheat in place? So you guys don't have to worry about that. Cause you guys are new into this space. Like, I don't know exactly how it would work, but they should have had something, you know? Yep. Well, this is what I feel like happens and I might be wrong, but this is what I feel like happens. I feel like Microsoft developed windows 10 and, and they went to Xbox and said, hey, we want to make everything like Windows 10-like. We want to incorporate the Xbox Store into the Windows Store. And Xbox is like probably like, okay, is it secure? Is it secure than the way we used to do DRM? And Windows is probably like, oh, yeah, UWP is so secure. We got this thing on lockdown. So mm-hmm. they probably touted this to Xbox. And then Rare was making their game. Xbox goes to Rare and probably says, hey, you know, we're using UWP for crossplay. It's so secure because Microsoft told us that. Right, right. So yeah. Rare is already probably thinking, you know, well, Microsoft can see invisible windows. They can see all these things like child windows and all that stuff. So if they could see it, then people can't load cheats, you know, and yeah. obviously these people made invisible windows work. Right, right. Yeah, it sucks. And um, I mean, it, it ruins a little bit of the experience of Sea of Thieves because like Sea of Thieves is one of those games and this is what a lot of people don't like about it. But like I said, we do like about it. Uh, it's one of those games where you do have to grind. I mean, you do have to make an effort to travel to places to, you know, cr- travel overseas. To, you know, it takes like 10 minutes sometimes to get to islands, even sometimes even more. Um, and, you know, when you're putting in that kind of effort, just to get to the place, you know, and then you get there and you get fucked up by somebody who's cheating that just pisses you off even more. And you just, you've just seen it too many times in this game. You know, you've just seen it too many times in this game and people will say, Oh, you know, it's easier to aim with PC. You know, the combat's maybe dumbed down a little bit. Like, you know, that's, you know, PC players have an advantage because, you know, blunderbuss is a one shotter and you can aim so easily. And, you know, the the uh, the gunplay is too dumbed down or whatever. But that's not even what people are complaining about with the cheating. People are complaining about where they're complaining about the the invincibility, the the travel hacks, the the unlocking shit, the the preventing them from being killed, not even the fact that they're overpowered. You know what I mean? It's not even like a lot of people are complaining about, oh, I got one shotted by like somebody's sword or whatever. You know what I mean? People aren't really complaining about that. But, you know, it's, compl- it's about invincibility. It's about not being able to be killed. or, And that's part of this game. That's a huge part of this game. So, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and you know. Go ahead, Clon. Go ahead. There's one other thing I want to say, though. When, despite all the negative press this game is getting, right? Like, the cheats and all these naysayers out there. Like, oh, this game isn't good. It lacks content. Aaron Greenberg dropped a bomb, Inferno. And I think we've all seen those tweets is that it's the fastest new selling IP this generation. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that huge, yeah. huge news guys. So despite all these negative sayers like Boogie, who was like, Oh, I love the game. I love the mechanics. And then later on in the same video, he goes, Oh, well, you know, I don't like this about the game, blah, blah, blah. Games as a service is dying. You know, I think uh, rare just showed up with some numbers to, to tell them where to go. Yep. Yep. It's true. And I mean, you can't deny that these numbers that, you know, Xbox has confirmed, Microsoft has confirmed that 
these numbers don't include Games Pass for the fastest selling. Now, the 2 million players may may include that, the Games Pass, but the fastest selling uh, stat is not including Games Pass. So it's still a huge success. Like, it's still a huge success whether you want to complain or not. And... Um, you know, it, it's it's just big. It's just big news. It's so popular. Uh, you know, people complaining about having no content. Well, it still streams extremely well. I mean, it may not be the number two game on there, but it still streams extremely well on Twitch, Mixer, what have you. People are still talking about it. People are theorizing what they're gonna do, what kind of content's gonna come. Like everyone is talking about it still. It's not like one of those. It's not like you know, No Man's Sky when that launched. You know, people are comparing it. People are trying to say, oh. It's the No Man's Sky of Xbox, you know, before the announcement today. But people are saying that. And it's like, it's not even comparable. It's not even comparable to that. You know. You know? Well, like Lawbreakers. Oh, and here comes Lawbreakers again. Like a huge hyped up game. And now it's dead. And people are shitting all over it. So it's going to die out. It's not dead. It's, I mean, it's still selling really well. So I mean, here's the thing. <clears throat> you know the game's not dead because they're so far behind in messaging on the servers that we still don't have the achievements yet. They had to turn some of them off and slowly drip feed them in because the game is so popular because so many people are trying to log in at the same time. So many messages are flowing through the system. So if this game was a failure, that would have never occurred. Right. And, and, and overall, overall, and I, I've, I've talked to a couple of people about this, and I, I strongly feel about this, is that, yes, when it comes to content, when it comes to um, you know stuff that is meaningful that you earn that increases your like your player and makes you stronger for doing quests it it is severely lacking in that and when it comes to uh reasons to use your money or reasons to like earn money it it's lacking a little bit in that but the game is gorgeous and the game is a is a good framework is an excellent framework for for what's to come and i know people are saying oh xbox people always say that xbox people always say you know it's coming it's coming it's coming it's coming well a game like this hasn't been done before this is a new uncharted territory and they've proven that they have a successful way of doing it and that i think was the goal of rare here like this is a game that's completely different than anything else in scale and in and, and in complexity and in synchronization, you know, with the water and the cloud compute and all that. And it's, it's so revolutionary in that revolutionary in that and it took them four years ish to develop the game. Like, obviously it wasn't going to be like ripe with content, you know, it's not like far cry five, which we'll get to in a second, which obviously had framework of prior releases to build on. In prior ga- like games that weren't even like Far Cry Five, like Whoa. Ghost Recon, right? It had it had the prior Copy framework. And paste. It had the. <laughs> I don't know if it's that bad, but I I see I see your point. But it had the framework of that, right? It had the framework of all those to work on, and obviously they could get the story down. Like they built a a rich story, whether you like it or not. That's that's a different story. But they built a rich story. See, if these didn't have that. Rare didn't have that. Rare doesn't have the acumen to make a game like this. They needed to put all their effort into getting the infrastructure down because you can have the best story and the best lore and the best items and the best quests and the best this, that, and the other thing. But if your infrastructure doesn't work, the game sucks. I mean, look at Assassin's Creed Unity, right? 
That game was glitchy as fuck. People were getting crashes. People losing progress left and right. And I've heard a lot of people say the story in Unity is actually really good. Like, they really like it. And you never know that because the game was executed like trash. So... Yeah, you know, and just to touch on that point, Inferno, I mean, you're absolutely correct. This was the sandbox, you know, world that they've created, and this is what they wanted to build and put out there. And the content will come. And I was watching a video, I think it's called The Game Now or something, and it's like either associated with GameSpot or IGN, I can't remember, one of them. But they were, you know, they were making jokes about not having content and whatnot, and then they came up with some facts, and they're like, you know, Destiny 1 had a rocky launch with no content. Destiny 2 had a rocky launch uh, with the end game right there in the first 25 minutes. Um, Diablo 3 had a rocky launch. World of Warcraft had a rocky launch. GTA Online had a rocky launch. But all these games are massively successful now mm -hmm. with content being added in. Mm -hmm. And this is what's going to happen with CFDs. It's a world that is built around the idea that content can drip into the game. Yep. No, it's true. And and you know we were i was getting a little bit of hate for uh, for bringing up the world of warcraft thing last week but world of warcraft and sea of thieves actually have a lot of things in common and one of them is that they didn't really have predecessors to really set the standard for them and to have the infrastructure already established you know they were very new and very revolutionary and sea of thieves argue all you want sea of thieves is a revolutionary product you can i, I will not let that down i will i will argue that to the death Sea of Thieves is a revolutionary product. It has a lot of revolutionary aspects to it. And you may think, oh, well, four guys on a fucking boat sailing across the ocean isn't really revolutionary. Well, I mean, just watch like Digital Foundry's videos, you know, like them or hate them. They point out a lot of good things about, you know, the infrastructure, the graphical prowess, the use of HDR being some of the best in the industry. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of revolutionary things that, that, um, you know, are making the game and it's like very difficult to have a shit ton of content in a game when you're really just like building from the ground up, you know, it's like waiting. It's like if there was no house established and you had to build a house and you expected the inside to be done at the same time as the outside, it's just not going to work out. So you have to, people have to like let their expectations down a little bit. I understand Xbox really hyped this thing up, but you gotta really, you gotta really understand what's going on here. You know, they may have hyped it up, and there's probably a lot of people out there that are disappointed in the content. Um, but you know what's funny? The numbers in front of the yep. numbers tell the truth. And yep. this is how many people want this type of game and they want it to succeed because they invest in it. So many people went out and got the controllers. They bought the game digitally. They bought the game physically on disc. This game will succeed. Mark my words. It's just going to take rare little time to get all the content in place and they're probably going to have years and years of content to come because this is you know a true game as a service and this is where phil spencer wants xbox to head this is where microsoft wants to be in the cloud so this is just the beginning i mean we're not even close to like the next stage of this right right and you know it, it rare is and i don't want to sound like apologetic for rare and, and making excuses but, you know, a lot of these past games that have come out and have had no content and have shit the bed, you know, have had people that have lied about their game, have had people that have not talked about what's coming next, and they just put out a game that has a lot of hype, 
and just let it do its thing. You know, um, you know, a couple examples of that are, um, you know, No Man's Sky, obviously, which we'll get into in a second, and uh, Evolve, right? Because Evolve came out, got like best of E3 when it when it was coming out, like best of E3 2014 or whatever it was. Game comes out, has like no content, uh, is a big fucking chase fest, um, is not rewardingly grindy at all. Um, and that game comes out, and 2K essentially lets that game kind of sit in its laurels for too long. It doesn't, it's not really apologetic. Not, it doesn't talk about the future as soon as they should have, and they just let it go, you know? Siege was the exact opposite. Like, that game comes out a little bit of a disaster. Ubisoft talks about the future. They talk about the seasons. They talk about the content coming. They talk about the roadmap. And people are like, okay, okay, we'll give it a shot. And look at how good that is now, right? Then you got No Man's Sky with had all this hype. Game comes out, has nothing in it, has no essentially no value. Uh, you know, procedurally generated levels, no co-op, pretty much impossible to find the same person or find another person rather. And then, you know, lies about multiplayer, lies about this, lies about that. And nothing is done to correct it until now, seemingly two years later, it seems. But we'll get into that in a little bit. But Sea of Thieves is totally different. Rare is out there. They're saying what's going to come. They're saying there is stuff to come. They're going to have videos on the regular about what's coming, you know. And I value that. You know, you know there, <clears throat> there's another thing, too, about this that... You know, you're not just playing a game. You're not just spending 60 bucks on a pirate game. You're investing in a company that cares about its players because I couldn't tell you how many Easter eggs from the alpha and the beta players that Rare has put into this game. And shout out to uh, Jordy Tommy, a.k.a. the Xbox Pope and Xbox Attic because Rare even put them immortalized in the game. Rare cares about you guys playing the game and they care about your feedback and they love their players and they immortalize some of these players in the game. And any one of us could eventually be immortalized in this game in some way, shape, or form. Yep. Yep. I mean, I've met Craig Duncan in person. I'm not trying to like brag about it, but I've met him a couple times. Had the pleasure of talking to him. And you can tell this guy is in it for the community aspect, is in it for the game being a, a place where people join together. I mean, fuck, in his, in his little uh, re- press release, if you want to call it, um, the other day on, on Xbox News, on news.xbox.com, one of the first things he talks about, and, and he spends a whole paragraph on it essentially, is the number of people who've made friends as a on Xbox as a result of Sea of Thieves. It's like 100,000 people or some shit who made friends on Sea of Thieves within nine days, you know, who've added each other that didn't know each other. And that's that's a big deal. Like, that's exactly what they want to happen. And that's exactly what we want to happen. And, you know, we met up, we've met up with people. We've played with people. I've added a few people that have played with on Sea of Thieves, you know. Um and that's exactly what they want. And that's exactly what they care about. They, it's not just about the money. You know what I mean? It's not just about the money. Well, you know, about the uh, money, it probably added a shit ton of microtransactions at the start. Right. Not yeah. wait three months. Right. Yeah. They would have followed Call of Duty's formula. Um, and there's something I want Assassin to speak about because he actually spent some time looking this up. And there's parts in the game and that you can tell content's coming. And Assassin actually looked further into this. But um, Assassin, go ahead and elaborate like on the stuff on the outpost, like the hints that are being dropped. 
So I wanted to actually see what the the people said, you know, at the outpost, you know, the merchant lady, the the gold person. Um, now the merchant lady, like, I forget where this was. Like, a lot of the quotes are so different between outposts. But someone was like, can you hunt and capture the kraken and the sharks? And they're like, no, that I'm going to talk to, was it like, my superiors. So, I mean, that could, like, lead to, you know, things down the line. Because that, I think, hunting some sharks or, you know, instead of, like, killing the kraken, capturing it in some way, shape, or form, I think would be pretty cool. Um you know, I have like kind of like what uh, Black Flag had, where you had those missions where you could, you know, hunt sharks and whales. Like, I think that would be pretty solid. And the other stuff I totally forgot because it's, it's been almost a week. The treasure of the outpost? Oh, yeah. A bunch of people, have, you know, I've heard a bunch of people talk about it. But I forget the island, but there's like, you know, treasure hidden on an outpost. You have to find it. No one knows where it is. Everyone's digging it up. Who knows if it's even there? Um, but it's supposedly it's there. So I mean, everyone should come together and just dig up the entire outpost. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, because man. I mean, I mean, the outpost is huge. Like it's not just you know like the uh, one in like the the north where it's just flat. Like it, it's on, it's like built into a mountain. You know, a bunch of stories that to go through. You know, different parts. You know, the mountain split off, and you know, under buildings on top of buildings. It's it, it's a mess to find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, I, I like what you said about about the thing about capturing like sharks and stuff because that kind of framework is already there with like the pigs and the chickens. That I feel like that would be something that's kind of the next step and would be cool to add in that people would go for and. You'd see more people like stopping in the middle of the ocean, and um, like I, I think that I think that's coming. I really do. I think that I think that's on the horizon. And um, you know, it sucks that it wasn't here now. Like it sucks. It sucks to think about all this and know that you know there is gonna be there are gonna be a lot of people that don't play the game because it's bare right now, in in unique in unique like different uh, you know content you know, that don't want to just yeah. grind the same old stuff. Um, you know, it sucks that, they, that they're going to lose out on a lot of that fandom because it's not there. Now, if they had it there at the start, by some way, shape, or form, like if they were helped by another studio, because I don't think Rare has the capacity to have done all of this uh, in such a short amount of time. If they were helped and they had all that content and they had storyboard writers and all that, like I think this game would have been like one of the most successful games, uh, first-party games of of the generation, like PlayStation Switch, uh, PS4 Switch, or, or Xbox One. I think it would have been like the sales would have been close to like four million if that were the case. Like I think it saw a huge hit because of all the negative press about the content, whatever. I think a lot of people were waiting and they saw that impression and they just didn't try. They didn't even want to try it out, even if they had a Games Pass uh, free trial, you know. Um, which sucks, but you know, I, I do hope it comes and I hope people see that and then they try it. Maybe they get a sale, like buy it on sale or, you know, get games pass and then players, you know, kind of fluctuate up and down a little bit, but you know, it stays kind of steady at a high mark and it's a big success for rare, you know? Yep. 
anyway, all right. I'm sure we'll talk about Sea of Thieves again in the future. You know, this is a game that is going to like constantly persist. So I'm sure we'll talk about it on another podcast. But the other news uh, this week, Far Cry 5 came out and I haven't played much of any of it, but I do know a decent amount of what it's about and how it's changed a little bit from prior Far Cry's. And to be honest with you, mechanics-wise, I'm looking forward to playing it. Um, I am definitely going to get it this weekend. I am looking forward to playing it for the change in mechanics, the the challenge system for upgrades, uh, the diff- the change from XP to money to buy upgrades. Uh, I'm looking forward to all that. I'm looking forward to the open world. I'm looking forward to the visuals of the game because I think it looks pretty good. Uh, I know there has been a lot of talk about some of the lighting effects being distracting, um, some of the lighting effects being over elaborate, if you will. Um, I know there's been a lot of talk of that, but I'm excited. I want to see it for myself. You know, um, the story, man. I don't really know, and we'll get into this in a second with these guys. But the story, I'm not too crazy about from what I've seen so far. I mean. Is it established well, like the way it's presented? Maybe, probably, from what I've heard, a lot of people are liking it. Um, but the story overall, you know, take it or leave it for me right now. But I know uh, Assassin and Clowns have been putting some time into it. So, Assassin, you want to uh, tell us what you think so far? Um, uh, so, I, what place I am right now, I'm not going to spoil anything. Uh, I technically, in quotes, the game uh it has like a uh like a far cry 4 had it where you do something in the first 10 minutes you can beat it i did that just to see um but i'm actually past the tutorial island where it just kind of opens up for you to go um right it's for right now i wish the cult was a little bit more crazier like i like like, not every cult needs to, you know, be crazy, but for a video game's sake, I like them to be crazy um, in a way. And that I don't see that, really. Um, the beginning of the game has Wildlands feel to it, where they're in a helicopter, they land, and, what you know, whatever. I'm not too big fan of that. I also don't like the fact that they kind of copied Wildlands, and I had sections of the map for specific people. Um, I I don't I didn't like that in Wildlands. I don't I'm not gonna like it in Far Cry. Um, but it has that Far Cry feel to it if you played, you know, three, four and primal, which is fine. I'm not a huge fan of the fighting mechanics. It seems a little weird to me. But other than that, I mean the game so far feels fine. I mean it's a typical Ubisoft game open world. So hopefully it's not full of clutter and other crap that Ubisoft just loves to jam in their games yeah, uh, with terrible, terrible side missions. Yeah, I'm, um, really, I'm really hoping the side missions are something that are, you know, worthwhile to the story and not just, like, fetch shit or, um, like, random offshoots just to, like, make the map look like it has a lot of stuff on it, you know? Um, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, good. Um... Now, on a positive note, they actually have colorblind options, which is really weird for Ubisoft. Um, wow, congratulations, man. You they're very, 
Well, they're very terrible options. You can change the icon from red to yellow, uh, which mm-hmm. doesn't help because a lot of it's yellowish and it's, it, it's weird. Um, but then on the other hand, when you rescue like a hostage or a guy has to talk to you, the icon blends in with the game. So I, at least I cannot see it unless if I'm looking, like if their back is to me, it'll have like an icon with an arrow pointing like to the left. Like I'll see that, I'll move left and like it's gone. So I have to play that game where you have to move left, you know, so far left to see the icon. And you have to move so far right. And then have like, okay, it's somewhere in between there, but I can't see the person. So right. you have to play the game where you have to move a little bit more to the left, not as far as before, and then to the right. And it's just like, stop, please. Um, and then I ran into a bug. I went, I found a trader. Uh, I went to the close option. And then like, I there was supposed to be like a big menu, but like there was like the bottom half was like frozen behind the first half. But mm-hmm. the first half's transparent, so it's like everything's blending in, and you can't read what's what, and you're trying to select something. And it's not selecting because it's behind it, but it's supposed to be below it, and it's just, it's really weird. I think I recorded something on that. Yeah, I'd have to see that recording. That sounds pretty ridiculous. I haven't really seen too much about bugs, but um, man, I mean, that that would be frustrating. <laughs> that would definitely be frustrating. Um, and then a little bit on the story, like, yeah, I, Clowns is probably going to get right into this. He's going to have his like speech or whatever he <laughs> wants to say. But uh, part of this, I'm going to like agree with him, like, the not too much, but like the the cops, like, I would have brought more backup. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, I I want to go to something like this and bring a few people. And on the other hand, when you're left on your own, I would do my job because if you're a cop, you're going to get a bunch of shit for taking a bunch of people down and you're not doing your job right. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just, I'd rather have them change the story a little bit. And uh, kind of like what Far Cry 3 was, you know, these guys were on a vacation and they got stuck in to this like these cops are you know they live in this general area or whatever like they could leave but right right they rather go against the law when that's their job but. right right all right clowns you i don't know if clowns is there i think he's muted and had to do something really quick but yeah if i cry five story i don't like i, I don't know too like enough about the complete story like i know the the basic setup i know uh you know that you got the one leader and then the three like separate leaders that you go after um and i i think that's cool but the the cult thing really isn't doing it for me necessarily maybe when i play it it will do it for me a little bit more but um right now like if i would just look at it at face value i'm not I'm not playing it to be like, oh, I want to be totally immersed in this story. I'm playing it because I think they've improved a little bit on the formula to a point. From what I've seen, at least, I mean, granted, I haven't played it, but from what I've seen, I think they've improved on the formula enough for me to want to play it to to have the good shooting mechanics, to have the good um, advancement system, like not XP based, more money based, 
all the challenges, you know, getting kills with C4, getting kills with bow and arrow, getting kills with AR, you know, terrible forces you to do so many different things. No, I like that, man. You don't like that? No. What's next? Dynamite fishing with Billy Bob? Yeah. With Billy Bob. <laughs> no, I just, you know, man, to me, Wildlands was a little better. I like the narco mafia style stories. Mm-hmm. I think the cult story is kind of weak. And I know you guys were talking a little bit about the game and my dogs were barking, so I couldn't jump on the mic. But no problem. I want to say, like, the way this game opens up for me, it destroys my view of Ubisoft. I think that they picked a stereotype to make a political statement about America. And I think they were too chicken crap to do anything like a story on the mob in Sicily or infiltrating the IRA in Ireland. So they picked American cults and then they exaggerated it and started it out really weak because if you're going to go into a cult compound and you're the United States government, what are you going to send in like five law enforcement officers and there's like 500 guys armed to the teeth? No, look at Waco, Texas, man. They sent in the FBI and they just blew bills up. They didn't care. Yeah. So, I mean, they could have sent in a whole military in this game and had a face off in the beginning. And then, you know, something exciting could have happened, like a a landslide in a mountain with dynamite or something crazy. And you're like one of the last guys left. No, no, it's just, uh, Mr. Father, please uh, put these handcuffs on you. Walk out with us now. Like, (laughs) come on. Yeah, and I mean, I'm saying this because you is obviously a French company, and I think they just don't have the balls to do anything else. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's 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 definitely a controversial storyline. Uh, I I have heard from a lot of people that it does start off really really slow. Uh, it's kind of like tough to get into. A lot of people do like the opening because of how cinematic I guess it is from what I've heard. I mean, I haven't played it yet, but I am I'm going to play it. But it's it, you know, it's like you're in Montana and you're part of an American cult and are these American cults really what they portray them to be? Probably not. Um and like if you want like it's almost like you want them to overdo it they might as well just like really overdo it like assassin like what assassin's saying i kind of agree with that it's like you want them to you know assassin wants them to be a little crazier like you kind of want them to go that route but it's not i don't think it's necessarily an accurate representation i think a lot of people are kind of railing on them for that a little bit um but in regards to them being chicken shit about doing stuff about the mob, I mean, not that I would, not that I blame them, <laughs> but I mean that you're probably right on that. You're probably right that they wouldn't want. But to I mean, come that. on, like, tell me if they didn't do a story about the IRA, how cool that would be, like a Far Cry story, like something like that. I mean, you see, you see, uh, Italian American movie directors do stories, do movies on the IRA or the Irish mob, right? Right. So why can't a French big studio like ubisoft do something cool like that you know i i just think they picked a stereotype they knew that couldn't come back at them because cultists probably would not uh view them as to view themselves as a cult if they play this game anyway um so maybe next is amish country you know because amish people usually don't use electronics so right anyway yeah so maybe they'll pick on them next and then don't even get me started on the fact that there's these cultists uh billboards or 
chapels with uh, the bliss drug hanging out in Montana. Like, you know, I'm sorry to say this, but a lot of corporations owned the land that billboard signs are on or where people put stuff like that. So you think a coach is going to call up like, uh, let's say, uh, Clear Channel Radio and be like, hey, we want to put a, um, you know, a Project Eden uh, billboard up on one of your billboard signs. Yeah, we'll give you like, I don't know, like 10, 15,000 for the week or something. You think Clear Channel is going to be okay with religious propaganda just popping up? Uh, that could be oh, considered cultist. You have cultists infiltrate, like, like you kind of saw it, like, not trying to give it away, but like, you saw it, they infiltrated, like, the cops, like, not to, you know, say too much, but you, you know, you heard something like in the first 10 minutes, they could do that. Well, they, well, I mean, I get what you're saying, Assassin, like, the local sheriff's office is one thing, but when you're talking like big corporations that probably have like, six to seven guys that might have to review the stuff that goes up on these signs or up on this land and their corporate executives that only care about money and the reputation of their company. And if something can ruin the reputation of the company or make it look unclean, they're definitely going to say no. And they're not going to allow any type of drugs on their land as well. That would just seep into the air. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the story is definitely unrealistic. Um, Maybe the portrayal of a story, like the progression of the story, is realistic. Like I like, I know a lot of people that like the way the story was told, um, and I know a lot of reviewers that have actually. And you can look on, um, you can look on Metacritic if you want. Some of the some of the big big outlets that gave it lower reviews, right in their punchline of the review, said, you know, that the story is like almost uncomfortable because it's like kind of unrealistic and you know the way it portrays uh you know like what clowns was just getting to like that stuff is kind of unrealistic um and you know it's it's this cult isn't gonna like come after ubisoft so they're kind of protected and like like you said clowns like if they did it on the irish mob um you know the irish mob would probably find their way to france or find their way into you know to ubisoft to get at them for an inaccurate portrayal you know and this is where i don't want to say a big shout out to 2k publishing because they just didn't give a crap and they made epic games with epic storylines even though i didn't like mafia 3 all that much i mean they really touched a really ballsy political statement Mm -hmm. and i got to give them credit for that because ubisoft does not have that capability Mm -hmm. and on top of that, I feel like this is a reskin four with Wildlands mechanics. And I like the Wildlands story a lot better because it was about narco traffickers. I was thinking like maybe, you know, Ubisoft's gonna touch on something big and these especially with the narco traffickers, like you know, that's kind of ballsy from the way I look at it, right? Because they can go further with that story if they wanted to. But they they kept that so uh fictional that they they lost a little bit of credibility with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Uh, it's it's almost like you have to, and for people that like actually live in this scenario, like obviously they're not they these people in these cults are probably not going to play this game, but you you kind of have to take it for like face value for what it's worth. I mean, it's you know it's it's a, it's a, for a lot of people it's a sensitive subject and it's not 
as it's portrayed is not very accurate, not very believable necessarily. Um, and for some people that's like really annoying and, and game breaking and, and worth docking a few points in a review and I've yet to play it. So I don't know if it is for me, but for, um, for a lot of people, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of a bummer, but I think, I, I think, you know, from the way that I'm looking at it and the way that you might be relating to it is from the American perspective, right? Because yeah. I think that a lot of these foreign countries that watch TV documentaries on American cults may be fascinated with what has happened in America with like Jonestown and Waco, Texas. And they just create this fictional storyline in their heads without realizing the U.S. government is pretty, uh, pretty brushed when these groups get kind of big. And they stopped them. Um, and I think uh, Ubisoft being a French company kind of ran off with their fictional ideals in their head. And this is what happened. And it's not even like I want my games to be accurate, but, you know, it's like, it's almost like if, if a game made, uh, if a company made a game about Italians, right, and inaccurately portrayed them in a way that was like almost insulting or whatever. Um, like I'd be upset about that, you know, even though I knew it was fictional. Um, and you know, this is a worldwide release and, you know, people are getting this kind of impression about Americans and American cults. And it's like, yeah, cults are kind of wacky just in general, like not to be too insulting, but it's true. Um, but like, I don't know. It's the way the way it may have been approached is maybe a little far fetched, but I I mean I've yet to see I've yet to see. I mean you know Mer- I I agree with you Merck a little bit in the chat. I think Ubisoft is making hit after hit, and I can't deny that right because Rainbow Six Siege is a huge hit, but they just don't have to me they don't have you know the cajones to go into like a real kind of story storyline in, in my book. Like they just keep everything so far fetched fictional and it kind of irks my nerve a little bit where 2k will make the effort to try and make it realistically and politically more accurate and i give 2k i give 2k a lot of credit for that kind of stuff um because it's not easy to try and follow you know follow a um follow a a, a, what do you call that like an accurate path you know Mm -hmm. in a fictional story but they do it and Ubisoft is just so far away on this one. And and one other thing in front of me before you talk or Assassin talks that I want to go ahead and speak is that one thing that really bothers me in Far Cry 5 is that everybody looks the same with just different color shirts. Like all the guys usually have beards <laughs> or long hair. Yeah, all yeah. the women look the same. And I passed the tutorial island ran, so you can't say that I didn't. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, to me, they just, Why? You think everybody in Montana looks the same? Ubisoft, that's kind of stereotypical, buddy. Mm-hmm. That's what I would like to say to the uh, producer face to face. Yeah, uh, it's I don't know. Like I, when I see that in game, and I and I'm gonna notice that now. And now that you said that, I'm gonna really notice that. And I'm gonna be like, fuck, clown, just put this in my head. But that is like kind of an anno- annoying thing when you have such a fast open world and they're gonna all look the same like that. That's kind of annoying. Um. Big D says the story, the gameplay, everything about the Far Cry about Far Cry is good, and like if you like it, you know that's that's cool. Like I, you know, I want be I would like people to like pretty much everything they play, you know. Um, and then he says, "Do you not read fiction?" No, actually, I do not read fiction, 
but that's just me. Like, I'm not going to not like it because it is fiction, but you are, I mean, the angle that, you know, that Ubisoft has kind of been advertising this entire time is that it was going to be accurate. So, um, like I, you know, if Ubisoft ever listens to this episode or anybody from Ubisoft that listens, do something on Whitey Bulger, do something like on John Gotti, do something like on Carlo Gambino, Vito Genovese, um, Carmine Galante, do something like along a storyline that is kind of gutsy and kind of cool at the same time because it's part of real history. Touch it. I mean, it, the whole thing doesn't have to be factual, of course, because you're going to follow a fictional line, but at least make it a little bit accurate mm-hmm. and don't make everybody look the same because that's not how the real world works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that in that case, like that. Part of it, I'm. I would be pissed about. Like when I play the game and I see that, I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna be happy about that. I would definitely dock for that. But you know, as I get further in the story, I mean, if it's like portrayed well, I'll have less of a problem with it. If it's not portrayed well, then I mean, yeah, I would dock at a few points just for how it's you know for them getting on a topic like this, saying that they're gonna be serious, and then you know. It's not. It's like overly fictional. I don't know. It's gotta. It's gotta be. I hate when like even movies. Like I hate when movies are like totally unbelievable when something happens and it's just so unbelievable that you're just sitting there and you're like, man, that was so fake or man, that's so ridiculous, you know. And like obviously people fighting dragons. Like I play games like that, and obviously that's not realistic. But it's not supposed to be. You know, it's not supposed to be like. It's not like based on real life. Whereas, like, this kind of game has that kind of tone. And that may get to me or may not. I'm not sure. I got to play it. But at this point, like, it's definitely a question in my mind after seeing what I've seen. There's another thing, too. And this just is probably a Far Cry thing in general. And I know I love Bethesda and the Fallout games do this, too. So, but it bothers me in a Far Cry universe that's supposed to be kind of more a little bit set to reality. It's like you free something, and then there's a guy that just stands there annoyingly looking at you. It's like, hey, hi, hey, hi, hey, hit X to talk. Hit X to talk. Hey, hi. Oh, yes. <laughs> hi. Then you hit X to your friend. And then you hit X to talk, and then it's something like really stupid like, I had a dog, and the cult was going to take my dog, so I set him free. And he's out there saying, so- some in from the palm your hand and come back get real people come on (laughs) it's not very likely you're going to find one missing dog in the whole county of hope it's just you know that stuff kind of irks me a little bit it just Mm -hmm. it bothers me yeah fair enough fair enough it's fair criticism um Sasson, what you have anything to say about this before we kind of move off on this? I mean, we'll get back on this in a later podcast when we've played more of it, but do you have any other first impressions really quick? Um, no. Okay, love you. Thanks. Um, <laughs> all right, really quick, two, two quick topics here. Um, so this is, a, I mean, three quick topics, actually, but this one's going to be really quick. Apparently, it has been debunked by... Um, Microsoft people, Aaron Greenberg, Mike Ibarra, um, that there is going to be a change in policy for swearing on Skype and on Xbox. So there was a big hullabaloo about you potentially getting banned, getting your purchases locked out, essentially, if you get banned off, Microsoft, off uh, 
Xbox for like swearing excessively. Now there is, I guess there is a clause already in the terms of service that they do have the ability to do that, but it would have to be absolutely ridiculous. Now people were trying to say that if you swear at all, you're going to get banned, which is not true. They they've addressed that and they said, there's no change in the terms of service. So don't worry about that kind of thing. So did you guys think this was even real in the first place? when you saw the, the reports back in like, 2013 wasn't this yep. brought up again yep yep yeah so someone just wanting to make some negative news i don't know but i mean i didn't think it was real but i there, didn't pay attention so. there is i mean from xbox perspective they're denying that they're gonna do this right but there is some truth to some of these the way that some of these and it's more of a you know cover your ass approach for companies because we're all going into the digital age and every company is basically a service like Facebook, Twitter, and all of them. So it, let's say that they were subpoenaed by the federal government or they were subpoenaed in a court case. They have to have records of all this stuff. So yes, they can go through your stuff. And yes, if they were ever subpoenaed in something toxic, I'm sure their lawyers would probably go through your history and be like, Oh, this person's very, very, he's a very bad person. He uses a lot of curse words, turns a lot of people. We need to just ban them off our service. So I think it's there for that. What I think people are taking out of context is the fact that everybody thinks, oh, if you get uh, a terms of service violation or suspended, they're going to go through your whole history and anything that you curse, uh, they're going to pull up and they're going to look through your account and see every single thing you do. And I think that's where Mike Yabar and Greenberg are kind of cut in the line and say, no, Xbox is not going to do anything different. We're going to still follow everything that we've already done in the past, same terms of service. And it's, it's you know, people just got to realize this is a cover your ass approach because of the age that we're in. And especially everything that happened with Facebook. Um, if you read the fine print and the Windows Insiders uh, distribution when you sign up for it, I mean, they can have the right and they do have the right to monitor your keystrokes, record it, record what you say to Katana or Cortana, I should say. Sorry, Assassin, I hurt your girlfriend. Um, what? Uh, you know, and they can report you. It says that in their terms of service. Yeah, that that's it, always, it, you know, that's always been there. And I, I feel yeah. like people have just been bringing that up. You know, the people have just been bringing that up recently just to like start some shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know where this rumor started that this thing was coming back or this thing was getting more stringent. And like, if you swore at all, you're getting banned and people are pissed about that because, you know, people don't want to get banned and lose all their purchases, you know, um, clowns. I know, you know, that kind of, Um, Um, but (laughs) you know, people don't want to lose all their shit, man. They don't want to, and that scares people because they can just do that. You know, you, like you kind of alluded to clowns, this is just like a rental of their service. Like you're just a member of their service. You don't own anything. And it says that in the terms of service, people don't want to lose any of that. So, you know, uh, you old common demon on Twitter, shout out to him. He actually said, and he's, you know, he's a dev and stuff, but he said that this is in response, the updated terms of service, the writing of it anyway, is in response to congressional bills that are being passed. So I don't doubt that the terms of service may say this stuff. And it might be legal jargon that they have to put out in front. And I will say this too: at least Xbox and Microsoft are front about it. Everything in the terms of service, and they, they honestly answer their questions. They even went to 
court to fight for users' rights to privacy in the past against unwarranted searches in the cloud. Um, and European nations now can share data in the cloud with the United States government, regardless if you're an American citizen or not. If it's in a foreign server, you know, they, they go by European law. So a lot of stuff has to be changed because we're in an international world where some in some territories there's unwarrantless searches. Um, I, but Xbox is not going to particularly target you and be like, oh, you cursed once on Xbox Live? Man, we're going to go through your history. Everything you have is gone. Oh, yeah, your Outlook files, we see those too. Oh, your Skype, yeah, we see that too. You know what I mean? It's just taken out of context. But again, Microsoft's up front, Xbox is up front. Whereas in the past, and I will say this, after Geohot exploited the PS3 vulnerability that a Russian hacker made, um, Sony was actually, uh, what do you call that, uh, sued in a class action lawsuit for the PS3 rootkits after the exploits. Mm -hmm. They wanted to see everything that was going on in the PS3. So, right. I mean, Microsoft and Xbox, again, up front, other companies, not so up front. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, people think this is like some sort of isolated issue. Like this doesn't occur anywhere else. Like you're in some sort of delusional land, you know, it's like, I mean, it's, it's happening for Facebook right now. It's happening at a bunch of other levels. Um, like sooner or later, like everyone's going to just acknowledge that are going to be forced to acknowledge that they have access to stuff that you don't think they should have access to and they can do whatever they want if you rent service from them. And that's just where Microsoft is at. And maybe they are getting punished for being transparent, you know, but assassin, how's this affecting you, bud? You don't really give a shit, do you? Uh, not really. Yep. <laughs> and you know what? It's, it's it's true like you really shouldn't i mean this is this is like such it's not fake news but like it's it was such a hoax man like i can't believe they took a pr hit a little bit for something that is not even accurate or remotely accurate uh to have you know to think that people are gonna lose their purchases because they swear is just ridiculous um but anyway moving on uh no man's sky coming to xbox with a huge update it's called no man's sky next i guess um and all of a sudden people that hated no man's sky are loving it uh and that kind of rubs me the wrong way a bit uh me personally not gonna play it probably not gonna buy it maybe i'll buy it a little bit down the road but as of right now definitely not gonna buy it um because it's still not interesting to me uh, just because it's coming to xbox doesn't mean i'm interested and all these people were bashing it because it was on PlayStation and, you know, some people were jealous maybe uh, of a game where, you know, you don't meet anyone or you don't really do too many things. But, um, you know, uh, what do you guys think? New Man's Sky, are you guys going to be into it now or what, what's the deal? Or were you interested from the get-go? Like, were you guys interested? I think, I think you guys were kind of interested from the get-go, no? I was kind of interested. Uh, I think it was at the time where I, I actually sold my PS4. But like I, you know, I, I, I go look at the tweets when I first came out. I said I was kind of interested, even you know after hearing that. But like, I think that what was the big downer of it was obviously it was an exclusive. But the guy, you know, went on all these talk shows and stuff and just like lied to our faces. I think right. that's what's ruined the game. Like, I still kind of want to play it, but like, 
knowing that this guy like just straight up lied to us is just I don't know. Like I don't want to spend money on it just because of that reason. But right. I'm still interested in like checking it out. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, listen, there are people like you and like clowns and a few other people I know that did have interest in it and were let down because the lying and because it didn't live up to what they said it was going to and because of straight up lies, not just because it didn't live up to expectations because it was just they just straight up lied, you know, and um, yep. and uh, you know, it's like you get lied to by someone, you're going to write them off a little bit. So it's, it's for the real diehard people. Like they're not going to, for the people that did want to enjoy it, they're not going to come back. So the people that are like kind of interested now, I feel are just people that were hating from the get go. And just cause it wasn't on Xbox. And now all of a sudden they're, uh, you know, they're interested. It's just, it's it, kind of phony a little bit, but I, you know, from my perspective, I was always interested in this game and I felt yeah. let down and misled when the multiplayer was never coming, when certain things were never fixed on time. And then I felt more misled when he made his account private and tweets went off from his company account where that was a disgruntled employee. It was almost like somebody went crazy at the company um, after all the backlash uh, and the refunds from Sony. But what I will say is this. I think there's the whole promise of this game. I think that if he wasn't successful in some way, he wouldn't be around today, right? So people in the industry obviously must give this guy a little bit of credit. Um, and not only that, he is making the effort to make a comeback, and he's back on Twitter. He, the company's still talking. Um, and I love the Joe Danger game, so... I'm going to give this guy a chance and I'm going to say this guy has some balls and I got to give him credit for that because in the face of adversity, uh, he disappeared and he came back full force and he is working on this game. And you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. I just hope it's not a full $60 price tag. I think that would be disappointing. I think think at this point he should just drop it to 30. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, almost like uh, you know, I'm sorry I lied. I did, you know, I really was dedicated to this game. It's been two years, but I'm working on this, 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 and this, and this. And it's a huge update, and it's going to be a completely different experience. And now I want everybody to enjoy it. And you know, I was short sighted, and you know, I wanted to come out on the strongest platform, and maybe Sony sweeten the deal a little bit. And you know, I got, it got out of hand, and I'm sorry. And here it is for thirty dollars, and now it's what it should have been. You know, that in that case, you know, it'd be a different story, but. You know, I don't know. I haven't seen like any remorse really from this guy, you know. Um, well, so. another thing, too, to think about we don't know the real story what went on inside their company, right? So we don't know if maybe he hired an expert in multiplayer and this guy promised them, hey, we're going to make a great multiplayer aspect of this. And maybe that's why he came out and said, hey, I'm going to add multiplayer because maybe he thought in his head he hired a professional or something like that. I always give people the benefit of the doubt and maybe somebody at the company misled him which caused him to mislead everybody else yeah maybe i mean you never know and that stuff's probably never going to come out uh but it's like now is the chance for them to save face with everyone not only just you know xbox people but with playstation people you know and with pc people like they you know that was like the butt of all jokes for a year no man's sky and now they're going to come out with this version and people are like, wow, you know, 
half the people are like, oh, I'm excited. Now it's finally Xbox. And the other half of the people are like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, wh- why does this guy think that this is a good idea after people shat all over this game? So it's going to be a big risk. And I think this guy needs to, you know, even though it may not be his fault, and we don't know the inside story clouds. I think this guy has to kind of come out and like kind of take the fall for it, you know? Yeah. And I think that I think he has been taking the fall for it. I mean, he's had, you know, massive articles written about him in a negative aspect. And maybe at the time he did deserve it. Yeah. Um, but I, I do believe that generally people are good and people make comebacks and people can change. And maybe this guy just saw the light as a developer and is making his comeback around. You know, he still got support, obviously, from the industry. Otherwise, Xbox wouldn't allow it on the platform, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Anyway, who knows what, what the game is going to be? Who knows what the you know what what the improvements are going to be? They haven't released any information about that. And you know, I will. I would definitely give the guy a second chance if this game is what they promised to be, and then more. You know, because then I'd be interested. But as it as I know, No Man's Sky right now, I have zero interest in the game. Um, like they definitely have to add multiplayer, like a real multiplayer. They definitely have to add a real legitimate, uh, you know, system where, you know, going and exploring these planets does something. I mean, even we were talking about Sea of Thieves earlier, at least in Sea of Thieves, like there's lore behind going to get the stuff. There's like riddles, there's earning money, there's earning, you know, uh, progression that means something to you, at least. It may not mean something to everyone, but it's means something to you. Uh, everyone you know it doesn't mean something to everyone necessarily like people can't just walk up to you and see your rank in, in no man's sky you literally feel alone in that game as it is right now like you feel so alone in that game and that's not the kind of experience i want out of a game like that so but anyway um that's no man's sky and then really quick just to end the show because we've already, we've talked a lot about sea of thieves and far cry good conversation but we talked a shit ton about those um so games of gold this month are what do we got? We got the witness and we have uh Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which those two games are phenomenal. Uh Syndicate is you know the second to last uh Assassin's Creed game. If you haven't played it, uh you probably should. The game is very good. Uh you know, they took a year off from Unity to make that game, and that in Syndicate ended up being really good. The Witness, I have that on PlayStation. Uh, that game is excellent. The great puzzle game, really unique art style, um, really challenging puzzles toward the end, and I think it's kind of relatable to everyone. So, um, you know, I think those two games are good. Uh, you know, the games of gold on the, the at the 360 games, like Cars 2, not going to play that, but that has value for families for sure. Uh, in Dead Space, what is it? Dead Space two or three? I can't remember. Two. Dead Space two. Um, I mean, yeah, that has value. I mean, everyone, you know, a lot of people. I don't want to say everyone because it's not true. A lot of people that have played Dead Space really like it, and a lot of people have been wanting another Dead Space game. And um, you know, uh, it it has value, but it you know, I already have access to that on uh, EA uh, Origins. Whatever it is, not EA Access, but the Origins one, Origins Access. Um, so, yeah. what do you think? What do you guys think about the games of gold? Better than the crap we've been getting for the past three months. That, that's definitely for sure. Um, 
But other than that, I mean, Cars 2, I feel, is, like, so out of place. Like, we get all, like, we get good Xbox One games, and we get Dead Space 2, and then it's, like, Cars. Right. Like, thank you, I, I guess. I, I don't know. No, it could be good. Who knows? <laughs> like, yeah, I, 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 I believe the first Cars game, and I don't remember it being good, but... Oh, okay, then it may be trash. <laughs> nice. Oh. Uh, but... <laughs> I mean, it could surprise us and be like the best game ever out of all of them. I doubt it, but it could. Mm-hmm. But, um, but the Xbox One games are Witness, Yeah, uh, Witness, I don't know much about, but I'll, I'll be happy to actually play this one <laughs> compared to you know the other offerings we've had. Right. Uh, yeah. No, that's, uh, oh God. I was going to say, you'll probably, I think you'll like The Witness. I mean, I don't know about the colorblind options. Maybe that's going to be a problem because there are a lot of color puzzles involved. But, oh, God. Yeah. That's going to like ruin the game. Well, if there's no options. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I don't know if there are. I haven't checked, but, um, Clowns, what do you think? Games of Gold? Um, I think that it's really good because I don't have to pay for The Witness now. So it's free. Um, the guy was the developer was kind of rude on Twitter to some people in the past, and you know what? Cars too. I'm gonna try that. I want the achievements. I'm gonna play that. Who wants to race? I'll check it out. I'll download it and just give it a try. Why not? I mean, it's free. Who cares, right? Yeah. Um. But I mean, it. I think. I think. You know. With. Even with the joke that is Cars 3, I think, or Cars 2. Is it Cars 2 or Cars 3? Cars 2, two. Right? Yeah, Cars 2. Cars even, 2. Even with the joke of Cars 2, like I think these games blow away PlayStation Plus this month, which is refreshing. Um, you know, games of go- – I mean, uh, PlayStation Plus games, rather. It blows away the PlayStation Plus games. Why well, I can't speak. Um, so Trackmania Turbo, that game was given out like six months ago on Xbox, and no one played it. Um, yeah, it was fucking awful. Game is just not very good. I mean, in theory, you think it was good. Like this is any boy's like childhood dream is to have a game that lets you do this kind of stuff and create tracks and you know race like cars on essentially like toy tracks, if you will. Um, but it's it's just not very good. It doesn't control well. I just I don't like the game. And Mad Max, like I didn't play that too much, but I know Assassin, you pretty much didn't like that game, right? I one hundred percent all the achievements except one because it was an absolute joke of a game. Or not a game, an achievement. But uh yeah, it was it wasn't that great. Like um I, I think there was a point where it went to like record and you had to find and do certain things in order to progress the story, and that's just like I was fine up to then, and then I found that out, and it just go away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Mad Max, like that movie was pretty good. I thought the game would be like very solid, and then it's like almost all like video game game uh, movie games are like not very good, which sucks. But well. See, you said the movie is good. I think the game is light years better than no the movie. Way. No way. No way. God, awful. No oh, way. Oh, my God. Dude, you know I you're like those women like. Tubby is with Barney. 
than watch Mad Max Fury shit. Like, like Mad Max? Excuse me, what? That yeah, I'm I'm lost. I'm not following that at all. Instead of Mad Max Fury Road, I'm calling Mad Max Fury shit because it's shit. Just like I call Ghost Recon shit somewhere on the internet. Crazy. I yeah, I like Mad Max, man. Like I thought the game was great. Um, I thought it was wide and open. I thought it was kind of cool the stuff you had to do. Uh, yeah, I did stop playing it because it felt kind of repetitive at times, but. I I thought for a game it was great effort and I enjoyed it when I played it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I think compared to the games of gold, it's not very good, but I mean, I guess if you haven't played it, it's worth a try. I mean, it's definitely not like Trackmania Turbo where you just wouldn't try that because that game's not very good. But I I you know, maybe it is worth a try. I don't know. Maybe I'm being very hard on it, but it's uh, not worth a try. It- <laughs> <laughs> it, it's one of those games like the past games is called where you click install just to get it for free and then you click uninstall because you don't want to waste your space on your hard drive yeah <laughs> oh man yeah, I mean, it's very rare that the PlayStation Plus games lately get beat out by the games of gold but I mean, this is actually, I think, one of the better months of games of gold in general like not even considering the PlayStation Plus games, I think it, you know, even if you didn't think about it beating PlayStation Plus so bad, I think it is one of the best games of gold months. Nope. But better than getting Brave and what else came out this month? Oh, dude, I haven't downloaded Brave yet. I should get on my Xbox and do that. I think that was the first half of the month. Oh no, man, I missed out on Brave. Fuck. Every time I download like one of the 360 games, Assassins like. I canceled that crap. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> yeah, that's what's been. It's just been crap. Like I don't want that crap installed. I'm so picky on what I have installed. I still have like 2.2 terabytes left. And like, I won't install games I won't play. Yeah. No, I mean like hard drive space is valuable these days and you know Brave just doesn't make the cut. You know what I mean? Brave just does not make the cut. <laughs> anyway, all right. I think that's it for tonight. Um, kind of went longer than I thought, but the Far Cry and Sea of Thieves stock was pretty damn good. So definitely hit that like button if you, you enjoyed it. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, Four Guys of Quarters. Of course, is our handle. Um, just search Four Guys of Quarters. You'll find us everywhere, except Twitter, where we're 4GWQ Podcast. Otherwise, we're going to go back to playing Sea of Thieves. Um, and then next week, hopefully, my computer should be straightened out. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more of Sea of Thieves, I'm sure, and some more about Far Cry and whatever else is going on. So we will see you guys next week. Peace. Bye.